You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Broadcasting from a galaxy far, far away, it's the Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that covers everything in the universe. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Cody. We have a great show for y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, We have some news to get through, but first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. I can go. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, I can't talk about the Pokemon Sun and Moon. Tried talking about it last week, but... uh, I've still yet to finish it. You've yet to finish it, and... Yeah, spoilers. I can't talk about spoilers. <laughs> I have continued to play it though, and um, I did get through all the, the post game content, and that's pretty interesting stuff. Is it better than X and Y? Yes. Yeah, X and Y's post game was garbage. Yeah, no, this one's this one's pretty good. It's it's light, but it's interesting, and you see a lot of returning characters. Cool. Like a, it's a lot of the uh, post game is very much world building outside of this region. Like they they like full-on mention like a wider Pokemon world outside of cool sun and moon. It's very cool. You get um, the return of a couple of the island captains as well as Looker comes back. Oh, cool. Does he still look kind of like David Tennant? He looks very much like David Tennant. <laughs> and at points he speaks French. Nice. Yeah. Um, there's a character that I don't recognize, but I think it's from a game that I didn't play. There was one where it was like the battle, like frontier or something. It was like a psychic trainer with blue hair, blue grayish hair. Lady, I, don't know. I, I don't remember. But she pops up in this, like just as like it's Looker's boss, basically, and that's pretty cool. Um, after you get through that, and there have been a couple other like mini fetch quests. Like I was showing you guys pictures of the the one for the EV finding <laughs> the depressing one. The super <laughs> this game is super depressing. <laughs> like a lot, a lot of it has to do with growing old and dying. A <laughs> lot of it. And a lot of the dialogue is just kind of real downer stuff. It's crazy. But uh, once you get through all that stuff, um, you basically just have training and catching them all and stuff like that. And that's where I'm at. And I've kind of slowed down on it a little bit because of that. But um, I don't know. I'm still playing it. I'm still having fun with it. The other thing I did was I went down to um, Studio 35 for Bad Movie Night uh, last Friday. Like you do. Like you do. Like I like I do just, just about every month. Uh, they played, it was a rerun. It was a Christmas show. They did, um, as a movie called, uh, what was it called? Shadow, Chaser. shadow chaser. And it was, uh, not very good. <laughs> it wasn't good. The time I saw no, it. it, but it was, it was great in that it was not very good. If that makes any sense. <laughs> did they make any different cuts from night. the one that you and I saw? No, no, it was the same. They okay. just, they just threw the same one in and that's fine. Cause it was, it was very funny, but it was a lot of, uh, <laughs> God. It was it's, the movie's like Die Hard, except the main bad guy is also Terminator, <laughs> with really really white hair. He looks like Dolph Lundgren from Rocky Four. I thought he kind of looked more like um, the one actor who he he's bad guy in like everything. He was in Star Trek Generations, and uh, he was the bad guy in Tank Girl. Malcolm McDowell. Yes. Well, if Malcolm McDowell was like roided out, oh well, yeah, like obviously. super roided out. And he moved. He fought like Jean Claude Van Damme. This this movie was a just a mixed mess of <laughs> nothing, but uh, it was really enjoyable. A lot of really good clips. It was a really good crowd as usual. So, yeah, it usually is. It's, yeah. it's always a rowdy, fun crowd. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it was. Uh, it was a good time. That's all I have. I've been working nonstop. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, this it's been finals week for me, so I've been, you know, busting my butt with that. Yeah. Um let's see. The sh- new Shantae, the when they kickstarted. Oh yeah, yeah. That that finally they gave me the code for that. It's it's released for people who backed it on Kickstarter, which I did. Cool. I, I made the uh, the tough choice between backing Mighty Number no. Nine or Shantae back in you the day. You made the right decision, <laughs> yeah. my friend. Oh man, because this made game the right is actually really good. Yeah, unlike, unlike Mighty Number no. Nine, which is garbage. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean it's a platformer. It's broken into stages, which is different than the other Shantae's, which were kind of more Metroidvania y. Yeah, this still retains a lot of that. Find a, get a power, go back to an area like style gameplay but it's it's broken up into stages and you can pick between them on a map screen okay that's cool um the animation is all really good everything looks really good okay cool i mean it's just nice to see a kickstarter payoff with something really good that is nice for a change (laughs) yeah (laughs) um other than that i've still been plugging away at final fantasy 15 and i mean it's still final fantasy Fantasy 15 15. yeah car boys yeah really don't think i've done anything else been kind of a light week <laughs> yeah, yeah it really has yeah i saw a really awful movie hey i'm in let's hear it <laughs> sausage party oh, oh no. no no thank you so it is bad oh god it's not like bad as in like it's bad it's bad as in like oh man it gets messed up <laughs> oh, i'm sure because they're not people they can do whatever they want with them oh you gotta see the things they do to people <laughs> really yeah oh man they kill at least one guy. The food? Yeah. Jeez. They decapitated dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so the movie's been out forever, so I don't I don't really worry about Spoil it. No one yeah. no yeah. one should watch this Spoiled movie because food. it's bad. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. All right. So honestly, like the trailer is virtually nothing compared to the rest of the movie. That's what I kinda expected. Like the segment where the like the ladies like in the kitchen like dismembering all the food and whatnot. Mm-hmm it's like two seconds okay should we tell should we take a second and tell what the what the main thrust of the plot (laughs) of sausage god that's really loose but plot so sausage party is an animated film from uh seth rogan and you know all his friends yeah michael Sarah does a voice all just all of those james franco does a voice all kinds of people of course james franco does a voice (laughs) um though to be fair i did not realize it was james franco really until the credits oh yeah Okay. It was his evil twin, Frank James, though. It <laughs> <laughs> was a character he did on Colbert. Colbert. Oh, it was, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. I do, oh, that's I do, awesome. I do remember okay, that. Okay, cool, cool. Well, anyway, and it's about uh, food in a supermarket. And it, and it starts off looking like a kid's movie. Yeah, it, it does start off looking like a kid's movie. Until you start picking up all the really, really, really bad racial stereotype overtones of certain things. Uh. Like potatoes are irish and you well, know okay it's, it's not a, it's not a joke no yeah. i mean like it would, t- it would take you two seconds it's easy to yeah it's way too easy yeah yeah anyway and uh food think when people buy you at the store you're being taken to the great beyond some kind of nirvana where food and gods live together kind of like the little alien guys in toy story one sorta the claw but the claw. claw but <laughs> way darker mm-hmm. good grief and like, so they're all like waiting to get picked or whatever. And uh, a jar of honey mustard gets bought, mm-hmm. but then it gets returned and it comes back all like messed up. <laughs> okay. Like ranting and raving how everything's, you know, a joke. Everything's bull crap, you know, 
darkness, hello darkness, my old friend. <laughs> what kind of, what kind of racist stereotype is the honey mustard? <laughs> he's not. Okay. Okay. There are very few foods that were actually like racial stereotypes. Uh-huh. There was um there's a bottle of liquor named Firewater. Was he Native American? Yes. That's that's terrible. Yep. <laughs> uh there is a an Arabic flatbread, I can't remember. Oh god. Uh, there's a Jewish bagel. Of course. Yeah. Um Salma Hayek voices a a lesbian taco. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's in love with the main bun girl? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, let's let's keep going with yeah. the plot. Um <laughs> that well eventually like so Frank, voiced by Seth Rogen and one of the wieners in the package, and his bun lady, Beatrice, I think is what her name is. I can't mm. remember. Uh, Kristen Wiig, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. And they get purchased they get purchased together and they're all excited about going to the great beyond and blah 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 and so is the honey mustard jar and the honey mustard jar commits suicide he jumps out of the cart and breaks ah and so everyone's freaking out all, all bunch of stuff falls and so frank and beatrice get somehow dislodged from their packaging oh it's trying to save honey mustard from jumping on jumping on the cart anyway they get left in the store and everyone else has to go out okay and the movie like flashes back and forth between what's going on with Michael Sarah's little mini wiener guy. Can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. And it's God, the movie's so bad. It's so <laughs> terrible. The the food screams when they get eaten. That's, oh that's yeah, the, that's the point. That's oh, that's the point I was trying to get yeah. to is that food gets bought, people eat it. The the food feel and they scream and yell oh, yeah. and, and curse and um, and that's the joke and, and that's, that's it, the joke. movie yeah. yeah and at one point um, and Seth Rogen makes a million dollars yeah oh and there's oh god there's just so many bad oh the main villain of the movie is James Franco's character who is literally a douche like an actual yeah like medical product yeah cleaning product so we can say it yeah yeah <laughs> yep uh. The guy they ki- the guy they kill is a stoner who you see buying bath salts from some street pusher, and when he takes the bath salts, he can see the food for what they really are. So the food their- so actually talk to him. And yes, stuff. yes. It's it's like Seth Rogen and whatever his writing partner guy is like farted this out in a weekend as a joke, and somehow it got made into a movie. That's kind of yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it it made for a good trailer. I don't, or maybe it would have made a good short. I can't Maybe. see a movie being made around it. No. Oh man, there is a huge. There's a segment of the movie toward the end that gets real bad. Mm-hmm. Is it too bad for radio bad? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I was. Th- that's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, at one point, all the food take these um, bath salt uh, infused toothpicks and stab all the humans in the supermarket with them so they can see them, and it, they like go like full like savage. It sounds like it's written by a 14-year-old. It's Seth, well, Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a 14-year-old trapped in well, a... But he's made good movies before. Like, ha- Has he? I like Superbad. Yeah, Superbad was Have you watched good. it recently? No. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. <laughs> try try watching it again. I like 40-year-old Virgin. Did he Did he write that one, though? I'm not sure. I think he was just in that one. Mm. <laughs> maybe his movie... Maybe they aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember the fact that him and James Franco and... All them were all in uh, Freaks and Geeks together. Yeah, yeah. I did like Green Hornet. I mean, he didn't write it. He wrote some of the jokes. I never saw. He punched it. up the script. Script. It got a bad rap. It got a bad rap because I think a lot of people went into it thinking, "Oh, James, or not James Franco. Oh, Seth Rogen gonna make some 
make some jokes or whatever and it was a legitimate like action they tried to make an actual like superhero action movie mm. but it was it was decent enough okay and for Green Hornet, that's that's good, decent yeah. enough. What, is, what can is, you expect? What do you expect out of Green Hornet? To, yeah. like, for like most people who don't really know who the Green Hornet is, yeah. And there's no Bruce. Bruce Lee isn't in it because he's dead. He is, yes, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. It wasn't Jet Li Kano? No, not Jet Li. It was some uh, um, Kato. Kano's it, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 one, right. One, yeah, one Kato, and two. <laughs> uh, no, it was some like pop star from from Asia. Oh, okay. They did like a lot of kung fu or whatever. At least it was an Asian guy. They did, yeah. That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> They're not ghosts in the shelling this one up. <laughs> I've actually watched I watched the original movie yeah. a while ago, and I've watched a lot of standalone complex since then. Mm-hmm. It is good stuff. Ghost in the Shell is good. Oh yeah, yeah. Ghost in the Shell is one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm stoked about the movie. I was before, but and like the more I think about it, the more the more I'm okay with the major not being asian because i don't think she's meant to be she's a robot yeah yeah she's not she's supposed to be non-gender it's just happened to be yeah. that because it was an anime show her ethnicity is whatever the people who built the robot yeah wanted it to be it's i think it's supposed to be indeterminate like if you looked at her you wouldn't be able to tell right because she's not an actual person <laughs> she right. <was> built <laughs> well if that was the case i would I would almost wish that this live action movie would have put a little bit of prosthetic on Scarlett Johansson to make her hit that uncanny valley yeah. kind of mark where it looks almost human, but there's just something not quite there. But then again, I don't think anyone could sit through a uh, two hour movie of watching someone who looks almost like yeah. like stomach churningly almost human but just not quite there and that well that kind of goes against the universe that where that it's based in where you can't tell the difference between who is a robot and who isn't yeah yeah for some point yeah yeah to a point yeah it's not like full-on um blade runner but yeah or armitage the third which was another cyberpunk anime it's kind of weird i uh, anime and <laughs> yeah I saw Armitage, but it was so long ago, I don't remember it. Same with the way Ghost in the Shell was before I watched it again. Is I'm guessing they're robots? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, there's robots that are called third types or whatever, and you can't tell that they're robots. But somebody's going around killing them. So someone can tell. Well, yeah. That they're robots. And then the whole show's premise is off. Well, it's a, <laughs> well it was like a mini, it was like an OVA. I... A little mini series kind of thing. No, I, I know what OVAs no. are. Okay, I was about to say it's original video animation. No, I know, I know what that is. It's, it's straight to video. Yeah, I like it. I own it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Year Without a Santa Claus last night. the The Christmas creep hacked into my my uh, Netflix account and replaced all of the shows with uh, a Year Without Santa Claus. So, oh man, you know, I had to watch it. Oh, what a jerk that um, guy. It's not very good. No. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't. Was it? Is it a live action or is it a? a... It's the one with the heat miser and the snow miser. That was what I was going to say. Yeah, but there's a live action version and a. Um, um, uh, really, this, yeah. I watched the stop motion one. I didn't know there was a live action. Yeah, one. the live action one. I remember it because it was a made for TV because and and I remember it because Michael McKeon was heat miser and um, Harvey Firestein was oh, nice. uh, <laughs> snow miser. <laughs> I'm Mr. Snow Miser. <laughs> it sound like 
Ed or um, Bev Bighead. Yeah. Oh, Ed. <laughs> you sound a little bit Australian in there too. Good eye. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But the songs are all bad. Yeah. The only good song is the Heat Miser Snow Miser song, which is fantastic. What's the only one anyone remembers? Yeah. All the the rest of them are are garbage. Yeah. Blue Christmas is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um. There's one about everybody should believe in Santa Claus. That's just, it's a turd. (laughs) (laughs) I was at work and they were playing the old Rudolph special. Oh, nice. With the elf who wants to be a dentist and the the Island of Misfit Toys or whatever. That's always been my favorite, my my preferred one of the two. Yeah, I feel like that one's probably way better than Santa Claus. Yeah, sure. And then they did, uh, and then they they also had the the Frosty special too. I I don't care for Frosty. You don't care for Frosty? No, I uh, like Frosties. I like uh, yeah. <laughs> I like original Frost, uh, original Frosty. The, the any movie like that comes out after, like the Return of Frosty the Snowman. That one had a rap in it. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah, there was an animated Return of Frosty the Snowman. I uh, live tweeted it last year <laughs> because I found it on TV at work and was like, "This is too weird." And yeah, it was Brian Doyle Murray rapping about how much he loves money. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It's awful. I'm being too hard on Frosty. It's not that. It's I like Frosty. It's just I hate this song because I have to hear it constantly. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I guess I did watch a, a Christmas movie too. Um, Christmas Creep. You know, he's he's been he's been bunking here, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, but no. Um, I watched Batman Returns. <laughs> I sometimes I forget that's a Christmas. It movie. is a Christmas movie. Yeah, it holds up. <laughs> it's it's definitely the one where Tim Burton kind of went off the rails on the Batman, the gothic, a little bit. Because the first Batman movie, yeah, it had the, the, the Tim Burton style, and but it was just enough to make it kind of work. This one kind of goes up to 11, and it just... Oh, yeah. I mean, it falls apart. Batman kills two people right there in that opening. <laughs> he does straight up kill people, yeah. There's a bomb, and then he catches one on fire. Uh-huh. God. And they... Uh, I like Danny DeVito's performance as the penguin, but there are points where they made it almost too grotesque. Yes. For the for the character anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah. Walk around his soiled onesie. Oh Wah. god. Wah. And he bites that dude's nose. Yeah, that was that was rough. <sighs> his teeth. Yeah. Oh god. But I I, his teeth. And I still maintain that the actual villain was Max Shrek, the oh. <laughs> Christopher Walken. He was the real villain of that movie. <laughs> Because he's the one that wound the the penguin up. He's the one that tried to kill Selena Kyle, which turned her into Catwoman. Like he is the real bad guy. Oh yeah, I mean, I do not. You don't feel bad for his character when he gets his curmuffins. Not at the end. one <laughs> iota. The real bad guy of Batman Returns is Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey. <laughs> should have stayed out of the swamp. He should have. That's right. Batman always going into swamps where he doesn't belong. <laughs> It actually reminds me of a really good comic I read. It was a two-parter where it was uh, Batman uh, going after uh, Killer Croc broke out of Arkham, and he had to travel. He's been tracking him and tracks him to the uh, outlying swamps around Gotham City. Yeah, and um, finds that uh, Killer Croc had gone t- completely feral and was kind of at peace. And at one point, it's Batman versus Swamp Thing who oh, yeah, is protecting the oh, green. Yeah. yeah, protecting Killer Croc who has become basically just a living, just an animal. Part of the green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of, it's a really good, and it's drawn with, it was when they, uh, they had the artist with Batman with the giant 
like huge oh years like the years. super stylized it was it's really cool it's all it's a two-parter it's okay really good i don't usually buy batman comics but i do own that two-parter it's really really good yeah that same swamp <laughs> doing is, swamp things involved uh, yeah swamp thing's yeah. great that's the same swamp that birthed uh solomon grundy that's right yep swamp thing was like the best thing to come out of the new 52 it was really good. Yeah, yeah. that something it, it, was great. It kind of destroyed a lot of what Alan Moore set up with the pr- previous Vertigo book, but that book was also about 15 years old. So it was time to, and they needed to do something to kind of bring the character back into the fold. So, it, you know, sometimes you got to do, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Mark Hamill is voicing Swamp Thing in Justice League action. And, and that's excellent. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that show. Yeah, that comes out on Friday on uh, Cartoon Network. The yeah. New, new Justice League action cartoon looks really good. Oh, man. I really hope it picks up and doesn't get, like, pooped on like Young Justice did. Yeah. I, I love anything that injects fun back into these characters. I, yes. Like, what it's going to do. It looks like Brave, Batman Brave and the Bold mm-hmm. mixed with the Justice League yeah. cartoon. These characters need fun because the movies certainly aren't bringing nope. that. Yeah. Yeah. And when they try to, it doesn't come out right. <sighs> like when there was jokes in Batman v Superman, and it's just like, what? Huh? What? Was, did did you try to bring levity into this? I'm just confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you say something? Because it wasn't that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So I'm just about caught up on all of the Venture Brothers. Oh, you cool. are. Okay, we talked about this a little last week, but yeah, yeah I'm in. Uh, I'm in season six. Oh, really? Okay, you're, you're further than than I am. That's yeah. awesome. You got a couple seasons on me. Uh, they make a, a homage to uh, uh, the Green Hornet. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Uh, it turns out uh, the monarch's dad was a superhero vigilante called the Blue Morpho. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Which is a species of butterfly. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it makes sense. And he was friends with uh, Dr. Venture's dad. Yeah, they hinted at that yeah. a lot. When, yeah. uh, when the monarch found that picture of him hanging out with... Uh... B- Baby Rusty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out that uh, yeah, monarch's dad and uh, Kano, the, the big Asian mute guy that always ran around with the other Venture crew... Mm-hmm. And this time his name is Kano. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're superhero vigilantes. Oh, that's that's cool. That did also make a cameo in the Rusty Venture Boy Adventure cartoon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's really cool because where I'm at in the series... Uh, Monarch didn't know his parents. He just thought they died in a car crash or something or a plane crash. Yeah, or... it was a plane crash. Yeah. 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 I, I forget where they actually say that he gets like his inheritance or whatever. Because it's really weird. Cause, I'm like, sure it is. No, well, not even that. Just, just the fact that you sit there and Monarch, you know, talked about how he was raised by butterflies or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden in season six, they're moving into his old rundown family home. Okay. Yeah. Well, I remember his his uh, origin was he was raised by butterflies for like an afternoon or something. Yeah. <laughs> then went home and and got his family's inheritance. And yeah, was, and that's and that's just how it went. Yeah, yeah. And I can't recommend that show enough. If you it's haven't seen the Venture Brothers, oh, I know. And I love the fact that um, that Dean and Hank aren't quite as goofy anymore. That's good. Yeah, because like, they're growing up. Yeah. Time, time passes in the Venture Brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're grown up. Uh, they realize they're clones. Oh, that's good. Because um, that was like, like, like Dean goes through this huge, like, emo, like, angsty phase. Well, yeah. After sure. he finds out they're clones. And he sits there and holds it in for, like, a whole summer or whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> God, I love Venture Brothers so much. Yeah. It's, it's whip smart. It's great parody. It's mm-hmm. great writing. Like... 
Yeah. Have we ever said what it's actually, what it originally was parodying? Johnny, well, I don't think we have, but it is originally parodying Johnny Quest. Yeah. Yeah, and then they eventually get the okay to actually add in Johnny Quest characters. Action Johnny. Yeah. His Action. name is Action Johnny. Yeah. They, Action. Couldn't, they, could, they wouldn't let him call him Johnny Quest, but they would let him put, it in the, put him in the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Hey, they also had Race Bannon and actually say Race Bannon. They yeah. did say Race Bannon. That's and, true. Um, that was before Action Johnny, though. It's yeah. because Warner Brothers wants to do a Johnny Quest movie uh-huh. someday. And then the, uh, what was Johnny's site or little buddy? Haji. 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 Haji shows up, too. Okay, yeah, Haji. Yeah, right, he Haji works does. like in a call center or something. Oh, that's oh, sad. Man, that is pretty sad. <laughs> but he like manages it. Oh, that's good at least. Yeah. yeah. And it's I think it's owned by uh, the Venture Estate oh, or whatever. By uh, probably Jonas. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Or Wait, or, 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 or or Jonas Jr. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. Jonas oh. Jr. <laughs> yeah, JJ. <laughs> his giant head on his little body. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big brother. God. <laughs> I've kept up on Yuri on Ice, but I don't want to talk about that without Samantha here. Yeah, let's. Yeah, we could skip out on that. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, you know, okay. I think we've pretty well um, hit time, so let's go ahead and take a break. And you know, I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen the old creep around here, so let's. Uh, I think we might be able to get away with playing some like regular music for once. Oh, thank God! I've been sick to death of the Christmas carols he's been making us play lately. I know. I don't get. Ah, I'm here. I'm here. I've been down in the basement oh, watching my jingle jammies. I, what's going on? Did someone say Christmas music? It's me, the Christmas creep, everyone's favorite. No! Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 127 South Sandusky Avenue in downtown Bucyrus, 419-562-0404, and online at subcultureoh.com. We celebrate a day of peace, a day of harmony. That was a song from the Star Wars Christmas special since, you know, Rogue One this week. 
Yes, um, I'm on theme. <laughs> Thanks, Christmas Creek. No problem. I have to go finish my laundry. By the way, Sam, you're out of laundry detergent. Why, 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 Christmas Creep? Why are you doing this? I'm inconsiderate. Yeah. Get out of here, Creep. All right. Okay, so we have some news to go through. And um, during the break, the iOS uh, Nintendo game Mario Run, Super Mario Run, was released. And <laughs> we all like broke away into it and then sat here in silence for about a half hour. Yeah. yeah, we sat here for about a half hour playing this that dumb game. And uh, I wouldn't say silence. I mean, there was like Mario sounds. There happening. was a lot of Mario oh, yeah. sounds. Yeah, we all turned our volume on. It was it was just a myriad <laughs> of Mario noises, toad screams. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, it's it's fun. I like it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very much a Mario game that you play by tapping a screen. Yeah. It takes the, the left and right movement out of it. So it's just press to jump and that's it. And you'd think it would feel limiting, but I don't think it does. Not I think, so much. I think it's an interesting uh, concept that it works. Yeah. It kind of, it's more like Super Mario Parkour than it is. A little bit, yeah. Some of the auto jump features are kind of dumb, but I can see why they wouldn't, like, they would put that in so you don't get stuck behind something. Yeah. So if you're not watching your game, it, you don't just get, like, pushed to the edge of the screen and done. I like how he grabs ledges too. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. And the the toad rally mode where you go up against other players and they're recorded runs of levels. I can see that being a big thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and they they rate you based on like your your style as well as your skills. So yeah, you're so you got to do cool some jumps. Yeah, you got to do some sweet flips. Yeah. So, which is something Mario's known for, sweet <laughs> flips <Sweet>. and parkour. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Kind of, I suppose. Kind of, yeah. I mean, he's known he's for a, jumping. Yeah, he's a jumping man. He is jump man. Yeah. Yes. I think it's funny that they made a Mario running game that's more fun than the Sonic one is. I agree. Yeah, that is kind of fun. That's funny. Also, it's not a run behind a camera behind your runner guy. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. It's it's Mario. It's like Mario. It, it's not it's not like a Temple Run knockoff or even like Jetpack Joy. Right. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like those games. It feels like Mario. Yeah. Collecting those sweet pink coins. Yeah. The uh, the kingdom builder thing, you, you, between runs, you're rebuilding the Mushroom Kingdom after Bowser wrecked it. It's kind of interesting. It's an interest. Yeah, they, they really didn't have to put that level of story into the game, yeah. but I'm glad they did. I'll, I'll be interested to see where it goes, like what you do with the stuff you build. Like the only thing I've built is a, a bonus game house that literally lets you play a bonus game every eight hours, which yeah. is pretty cool. That's neat enough. Sure. Why not? I mean, it's it's very much a phone game, but with that Nintendo level of polish, and yeah. it's cool. I already bought it. I already threw down the ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm to the point. I've sitting here. I got to the point where I have to buy it if I want to keep playing it. So I don't. I probably will. I don't know. Yeah, they they really only give you the first three levels. Yeah, which I mean, that's not bad. First taste is free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Payday is tomorrow, so I should probably. I'll probably end up picking. it Everybody up. always gets one. Yeah, <laughs> ten bucks seems like a lot for a phone game, but it's a Nintendo phone game. Yeah, like, and it looks like there's enough in there to warrant ten dollars worth of entertainment out of it. So it's got that polish, that yeah. Nintendo polish. Yep, I would, I recommend it, and I've only played it for a half hour. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, so like, yeah, let's go ahead and get on some other news. Um, do you want to keep talking about phone game news while sure. we're on topic? We'll go on to the the Pokemon Go news, the other Nintendo ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pokemon Go had an update uh, for ish. the like. Ish. Yeah, ish. It's like a holiday. It's like a holiday thing that they updated with. Um, they introduced a handful of second gen characters into the game, but it's kind of a weird way that you have to get them. You have to. They only pop up when you're hatching eggs, and they're all babies. And they're all baby. They're all yeah. like the tiny like 
Pichu and Togepi and Magby and Elekid. Yeah. All these names that people who don't know Pokemon are going to think we're yeah. having a stroke sitting here <laughs> behind the mic. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's kind of a it's kind of a cop out way of introducing some of these characters because it for, it's forcing you to go out and take one a random wa- yeah random one chance. walk a lot too yeah buy a lot of egg incubators yeah like, that's kind of that's kind of crummy yeah but uh, the other thing they did was and this is kind of neat they uh, added a Pikachu with a Santa Claus hat for the holiday update I guess that it you can catch it's festive it's fun it's, it's festive I mean one. for Halloween they made catching ghost Pokemon easier yeah that was really cool that because was because cool. some of those were hard to find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and that that Pikachu, the hat's gonna uh, stay on him even after the holidays. It's like a permanent, rare thing. So yeah, it's fun if they enough. did more variants like that, that would be cool. I'd be that, stoked on that. Yeah, that would be cool. Hey, maybe that's a first step into their shinies or whatever. Oh God! Oh, not shiny. I don't, I don't want to think about that. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> oh, that's the that is the bane of my existence with with these Pokemon. I don't think I've ever caught a shiny Pokemon no, in any I don't, in I don't any think game. I've ever seen one. Never. I watched a video on how to get shiny starters. Oh yeah, for whatever movie. reason, it's I guess it's super easy, but I can't figure it out. Well, no, you just have to restart the game over and over like again for hours. Like a thousand times, yeah. yeah. I did not like the shiny Rowlet. No, I didn't either. It's like green. He's all green. I don't like it. Yeah, it's not not a good one. Shiny Litten's white, That's and it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> hey, Shiny Gengar in X and Y was fantastic. White. Yeah, it looked like a ghost, like an yeah. actual ghost. <laughs> But I hope they keep doing stuff like this with Pokemon Go because it's they have me, to. It's kept me interested, and yeah. I I had dropped it for a long while beforehand. Yeah, they're gonna have to continue to do stuff like this because if they if the uh, public um, if it falls out of public eye for a second, it's done. You know, yeah. well, it so, kind of did there for a while. It almost did. Yeah, and that, now we have uh, Starbucks. Uh, yeah, that Focus is cool South, too. Which I think we talked about last week. Did we? Yeah, I think we did. But we, right we talked after, about the leak email. Right mm-hmm. after the show, I went to the Starbucks and I got the Pokemon Go drink. The raspberry? The ra- it was pretty good. Yeah. See, I don't like raspberry. So, oh. Yeah. I liked it. And the Pokestop worked. Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> that's good, too. There's ones at Sprint stores, too, I discovered at the mall the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Right on. There's a Sprint store in the mall? Not the Marion Mall. Oh, okay. All right. I was Hilarious. thinking, I was I was wondering there for a second. Nah. I was like, can we really call that a mall anymore? Uh, more <laughs> the like Marion. a mausoleum. Well, that's a completely... <laughs> yeah, mausoleum. A mausoleum. I like that. <laughs> mausoleum. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, Instead of an elephant burial ground, it's an old store burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> Where like, you know, all the doors are shuttered with old, old standees from the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although the, uh, the, uh, the old hot topic like out outer like the display stuff is still yeah. still up for it's some like, reason. What are they gonna do with that? Yeah. Another store can't go in there and be like, this is our gothic arch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Nordstrom's from hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh awesome. You act like Nordstrom's would come in there. Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and move on to some other news. Uh, the big one that was released uh, the other day, um, they've been teasing for a while that uh, since uh, Suicide Squad was released, Margot Robbie had signed a solo movie deal for her character Harley Quinn. And there had been a lot of speculation what kind of movie would be. Would she just get her own standalone movie or would she have a, a what kind of supporting cast she would have, that sort of thing. And it was revealed that... She's going to be part of a movie based on the comic series, The Gotham City Sirens. If that doesn't sound familiar to you, there's a good reason. It hasn't been around for very long. Gotham City Sirens is a book that featured Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and 
poison ivy uh doing crimes and <laughs> having crimes. a good time and it's uh was it kind of like like sold as like a sex in the city a little bit super at, at least it was, yeah it yeah. was it at least had that kind of tone to it but it was also it was like sex in the city meets oceans 11 so there there were heists but there were also like girl, girl talk girl talk <laughs> road trips and stuff i think there was there, a, there was a Mar- marvel like one like it too wasn't there with marvel ladies there was i, a, I yeah. forget what it was there called there was a force well, not a, it's not a force, a force was, but there was a book that was kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, where they were just going for the Sex in the City market, yeah. basically when that was like the hottest thing on the planet. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it's it's fun. I I liked Gotham City Sirens the book when it was out. I thought it was a really smart, really clever. Unfortunately, it's being directed, written, and directed by David Ayers, the guy who did Su- Suicide Squad. That's kind of a problem. Yeah. Also. Remember, this is a Warner Brothers property set in the Batman v Superman <laughs> universe, so it's not going to be good. <laughs> it's something that, for all intents and purposes, should be a fun romp. Yeah, and it's probably going to be awful. A, a dour drag. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm excited. I don't want to say I'm excited for it. I want to be excited You're for You're hopeful that they I'm won't ho- screw it up. Exactly. But <laughs> I'm like in a holding pattern for Wonder Woman. I'm yeah, yeah. Cautiously, that's really the very one. Very cautiously optimistic. That's the one I'm really kind of... Yeah. You know, if they can yeah. do Wonder Woman good, then maybe I'll believe that this movie can be good. Yeah. But... What it would take is for Warner Brothers to step off and not be... Um, Warner Brothers? Not, yeah. not metal so much. Yeah, uh, but they're I, not going to do that. I want to dog on David Ayers, but it really wasn't his fault. It really wasn't his fault. Like the, he, he didn't really get to make that movie. The, yeah, <laughs> the movie he made was not the movie that he wanted to make. If he is able to make the movie he wants to make here with Gotham City Sirens, it would be it would probably be good. Um, what are the odds that the Joker's going to pop up in this? I hope Blah. not. Well, I know I hope not too, but what are the odds that he's going to pop up? Very They're good. probably high. Yeah, and that's a Is shame. it going to be Leto though? Are they going to let him keep doing it? Is he going to want to keep doing I, it? I don't think he's going to want to, but if he signed a huge contract, which, you know, he could have, he might get stuck doing it, which means we would have a lackluster <laughs> a joker that doesn't want to be there and a joker that purrs like a cat. I don't, you know, and I don't like a Squidward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, no. Was that the creep? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's, and they've are, there's already been casting rumors about it. Um, of course, Margot Robbie's going to be Harley Quinn, but there's been rumors that Megan Fox is being shopped around as Poison Ivy. And yeah. I mean, it's nice enough to look at, but there's no <laughs> acting there. There's, uh, I'm not, I'm not a fan of her acting. Acting, and I know the caliber of script and movie that would be given to a Megan Fox, and I think that would do these characters a disservice. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like I, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I like April O'Neil in the Turtles movies or the Turtles franchise, I guess, but when given to Megan Fox, you know that what you're in for. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be the exact same thing with Poison Ivy. Yeah. So I don't know. And I feel I feel like maybe a woman should direct a movie about about super villainesses. I, I you know I agree, but that's again not going to happen. Sofia Coppola. Any anyone? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. She know. did that. Was it was a movie about rich kids stealing from 
other rich people. Oh yeah, I forget what it was called. It was like based loosely based on real life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, even when those girls stole from Kim Kardashian, the bling ring, the bling ring. That's it. Like that's in the same kind of yeah, you know, thematically similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I just don't know, man. I just I want it to be good, and it would be neat to see Anne Hathaway come back as Catwoman. I would, I would, in a heartbeat, have her come back as Catwoman. She was probably the best part of Batman: um, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, certainly wasn't Bane. <laughs> <laughs> it should be good, just like Suicide Squad should have been good. Yeah, this should be good. Like the acting good. potential was there outside mm-hmm. of Jared Leto, but I mean, Leto can be good given the right role and the right motivation for it. He didn't understand the character. Exactly. That. Yeah. That's it. If he, he if he had a better handle, I think. He could have done a great Joker, but what they what the script asked of him was not there. Therefore, his performance wasn't there. Like can, you, I can see the Mad Love Joker out of Jared Leto. Get rid of the tattoos. Get rid of the Juggalo bit. Like actually have him be Silver kind of teeth. crazy and menacing. Yeah, I can see it. It's in there. It's just covered in piles of garbage. So. <laughs> Got to move that garbage away. It's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched. Um, the how it should have ended for Suicide Squad. Yeah. And at one point, or no, it was a sequel to that one. It was like a, it was like a little short where the how it should have ended Batman snuck into the villain pub. Oh. And he's sitting there punching the Joker in the face so hard. Each punch reverts him to a different Joker. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other villains were like, well, just, just stop there. Just stop there. <laughs> They, he he punches them all the way back to Cesar Romero. Cesar yeah. Romero. yeah, that's great. Even They even did a Batman animated series Joker. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to another one. Uh, we can do more DC stuff, and this one's really quick. I don't know how much we can talk about it. Um, they cast the major antagonist for the Aquaman movie. And I still can't believe they're doing an Aquaman movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've always been a fan of Aquaman. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm a huge fan of the Aquaman that they're going to be putting on screen <laughs> because he's more like uh, uh, Aqua Barbarian yeah. than Aquaman. I like I like big dumb cheesy Aquaman. I think Brave and the Bold Aquaman is the best. Oh Aquaman. yeah, the big, absolutely the one, outrageous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, they they cast uh, Patrick Wilson, who um, he's been on a lot of different things. Um, people like us would probably know him best as Night Owl from The Watchmen. Which surprise, surprise, another Watchmen actor has been added to. <laughs> A Zack Snyder associated, yeah, yeah, adjacent film project. Uh, but no, he'll be playing Ocean Master, uh, Aquaman's brother Orm. Yeah, which is kind of weird because you you think we would have got like I don't know Black Manta. I still think we're gonna get Black Manta. I hope we get Black Manta. Better get Black Manta. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's Aquaman's big villain. Actually, Ocean Master really. Yeah, maybe it's Black Black Manta is the more recognizable one because he was in Justice League or he was in um, Super, Super Friends. Friends. And Young Justice. Well, Super Friends was the one that everyone knows, really. <laughs> Mostly everybody knows these characters from Super Friends. So that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's where the mainline, like, man on the street knowledge of these characters comes from. <laughs> yeah. Which makes me think maybe we'll see Cheetah in Wonder Woman. Oh, that would be rad. That would be super great. But yeah, it's, you know, Patrick Wilson's a good actor. It's fine. Ocean Master's kind of, he's got to be there because you get into anything with Aquaman and Ocean Master, it becomes almost Shakespearean, like brother versus brother kind of yeah. for the throne sort of situation. But he's kind of a boring character. 
He's kind of really boring. I want to be the king it, of Atlantis. Yeah, exactly. They, that's it. That is his entire <laughs> role. Is I want to be the king. I wish I could talk to fish. <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. So those were bubbles. Yeah. So anyway, that's 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 that casting news. Um. So we have a title for Godzilla, the next God, American Godzilla movie. King of the Monsters. Which which uh, makes me think there's going to be a ton of kaiju in this one. I hope so. I hope so. I hope they lean heavy into the, the weird mythos. Oh, of yeah. The, yeah, get Mothra in there. Get, get Mothra, get those, the, the, those, ti- those tiny ladies yeah. <laughs> that sing to Mothra. That would be great. Rodan. Yeah. Ghidra. Uh, um, yep. Mechagodzilla? Is oh, that too much to Oh, I would love to, to see a Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. I really liked the, the the last American Godzilla movie. I did too. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, the the bits that we actually got to see Godzilla Godzillaing was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, I think they got the feel for Hero Godzilla right. Yeah, yeah. And he really was a Hero Godzilla. Yeah, more than he really was. Yeah. Uh, which was really surprising because in the previews you didn't quite get that the, he was going to be Hero Godzilla. Yeah. No, you just thought he was destroy the city Godzilla. Yeah, I'm glad they went that direction. Yeah. I didn't expect it. Yeah, and it's nice to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope, I, I just hope they don't pull in too many more new monsters with the whole Mudo thing like they did with the last one. That's what I'm a little worried about, but we'll see how that goes. Um, I mean. They got to build us up for legendary Godzilla versus legendary King Kong. That's true. That is a thing that's that is going to happen sooner sooner or later. I mean, with that new movie, that Kong of Skull Island, that's coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I always thought that was a dumb fight, and that Godzilla would just destroy King Kong in two seconds. But well, I think King Kong is <laughs> stronger, though. I think you you have. I'm going to use fighting game terms. Godzilla is more of a zoning character. Like he has <laughs> he has the long range attacks because he has the fire breath and and everything. But I think in an up close fight, I think God's I think King Kong would like take Godzilla down, take is, him down to Chinatown. Is Godzilla so radioactive though that if King Kong got close to him, wouldn't it make him real sick? I don't know if he's outwardly radioactive though. I, I know his he... breath is is radioactive. I mean, they've always kind of tracked Godzilla via the radioactive particles that's true but how much i feel like the last japanese godzilla that godzilla oh that was definitely oh yeah that that yeah that godzilla (laughs) was like super radio like give cancer for to the entire world like yeah no no one's living in tokyo anymore no no (laughs) that is it's the new chernobyl that is like super super radioactive but i don't think like on nor i don't think like a normal human could walk up to godzilla and touch him and not like melt or whatever <laughs> but someone as big as godzilla uh with he'd have to have super thick skin because you know giant gorilla oh you mean king kong i think that's god that's what i meant king kong um i think he would be able to withstand the the radioactive ness of but here's godzilla. the thing with like like going back to like the old godzilla versus king kong movie like they're bad well it is terrible but <laughs> like according to the old godzilla mythos electricity makes godzilla weaker but it makes king kong stronger why I don't yeah, it doesn't know. make any sense. It's the way it's always been. It's what they did back in the old uh, 70s Godzilla movies. They were like, anytime he ran into power lines or whatever, like, he'd be like, oh, God, that sucks. Well, yeah, <laughs> that would suck. It'd be like getting tased. <laughs> <laughs> Rawr, don't tase me, Kong. <laughs> I guess Kong does have the punching power. Godzilla can't punch. Yeah, he's not going to be punching with those little tiny baby arms. No way. No, he's got, you know, that's why he's got that amazing tail slide he yeah, did back true. in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or or his ability to fly via his atomic breath. Oh, that's great! <laughs> like a rocket. I know it's not the same production company, but I want to see um, Turtle 
Gamera. 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 That's it. I always wanted a Gamera Godzilla fight. Like, that would be forever. great. Ever. Yeah. I mean, we're never going to see it because no, they're two different studios. Yeah. But man, Gamera was so great. I love Gamera. Gamera is like my uh, my other favorite. He's friend of all children. He's the friend of all children. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> He's also a UFO turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really want the I really want giant monster movies to make like a big comeback. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get it with that and Pacific Rim, which we're getting a second one of. Pacific Rim Uprising, which is a boring. It's a dumb boring title. name. It's a dumb title. Yeah. And like what's Uprising? It's a it's a crossover with Kid Icarus Uprising. That, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I. That's it. Screams a title that they didn't want to call it Pacific Rim Two, but there's nothing in the plot that sticks out enough to give it like a plot relevant name. So they just said, uh, 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 uprising bloodlines. Yeah. Pacific Rim bloodlines. (laughs) Uh, Underworld. (laughs) I can't believe there's another underworld movie coming out. I can't believe Kate Beckinsale's in it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Could have called it. I don't know. As cheesy as Pacific Rim is, they should have just went like full Sharknado and give it some ridiculous title. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Pacific Rim, Full Metal Panic or something. I don't know. That's just the name of an anime tacked to the end of the day. Hush. It had giant robots too. <laughs> Pacific Rim 2, Ronma 1 half. <laughs> Pacific Rim 2, Inuyasha. I was actually just getting ready to say that one. Pacific Rim 2, Pacific Rim's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah. I hope they fix um, all the problems the first one had. That's all I want. Yeah. You know, with Pacific Rim 2, all I want are giant robots punching each other. <laughs> what I would love to see is a movie where for the first two thirds of the movie, there's no monsters. You have a world post monster where they have the technology for giant robots. So you make giant robot fights. Yeah. Like, oh man. So it's like a sport. Yeah. It's like robot jocks, but good. <laughs> I'll bet since it's called Uprising, it's about the past. Like the stuff they alluded to in the beginning of Pacific Rim that was all really cool, but they went over it really fast and they uh, told instead of showed. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) But I mean, John Boyega is going to be the main guy in it. So that's true. That's really good because the main guy in the other one was garbage. Charlie Hunnam. He was just horrible. He was just a block of wood. Yeah. I cannot stand that dude. Yeah. And everything he does. I I think I would blame my not liking Pacific Rim 100% on him. (laughs) Yeah. I I, I would agree with that. Oh, yeah. He's a terrible actor. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'd hate it when he gets attached to projects that I liked. Yeah, I, I wanted to like Pacific Rim so much. I came in so stoked, and I just I just couldn't. Okay, when you're not looking at Charlie Hunnam or listening to him talk, Pacific Rim's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but unfortunately, a large amount of the movie is that. I mean, yeah. the part where he, like, he's dragging that ship through uh, Hong Kong and then starts using it as a baseball bat against that kaiju's head. Amazing. Love that part. Uh, Ron Perlman. Amazing. Yeah. Goofy for as what hell. he was in. I even yeah. I even liked a uh, Charlie Day scientist. Yeah, I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> science <It's>... Charlie. <laughs> he was science Charlie. He's like that episode of Always Sunny when he thought he got smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the concept of them having to meld minds to pilot like the, the two lobes of a brain. Yeah, yeah that's I, cool. I, I like that. It just fell apart as a as a movie in the end, and I hope that it's. Definitely salvageable. I think the sequel oh, could be really it good. it absolutely is. Oh, it sure is. Also, yeah. the soundtrack was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to keep with that one uh, 
thing that was kind of alluded to, leaked, whatever, talked about right after the first Pacific Rim was done was a kaiju uh, Jaeger cross thing. Like some kind of weird... So a robot monster. Yeah. Roman. It's Roman, the robot monster. (laughs) That would be awesome. That would be great. (laughs) No, no, it'll be a Robies. It's it's the opening up of the Voltron greater cinematic universe. (laughs) It's Roman. There's big bubbles everywhere. (laughs) Uh, no, I was, I was for a second. I thought the beast, mach- uh, Transformers beast machines, <laughs> where they were robots that were also animals that were also robots <laughs> that were on Cybertron. Yeah. Oh God, beast machines. I, God, that's such a bad series. That is definitely a dark time in the Transformers fan mythos. Yeah. Hey, G one or get out for me. Pretty much. Yeah. G one and like, well, the Transformers series that came out a couple years ago was really good too. Um. Oh, that's that CGI one. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really good. Eh, I liked it a lot. I sat and watched the whole thing. I didn't care for it. I did. I loved it. Yeah. Have you ever seen the the Japanese only only one? The Headmasters. Headmasters. Yeah, I've seen Transformers it. Headmasters. <laughs> so man, it's super weird. It's a weird one. Yeah. They brought the Headmaster toys back. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's in their current line right now. Mm-hmm. Some of those toys look really nice. Oh yeah. Although I would never buy them. No. Because they don't look like the 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 G one. Well, there is a Megatron that does. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I still wouldn't buy it. He's a tank. Yeah, I don't care. Though um <laughs> I don't care. Tanaka is coming out with a masterpiece Megatron that actually is a gun. It's two hundred and fifty dollars, but it looks amazing. Yeah, I don't if I had that kind of money I would buy that. But <laughs> there's there's no way. Um I'm still keeping an eye out for a deal on that um sound wave. Oh, that, I know that right? masterpiece sound wave. Oh my god, that's a good one. Oh, it's it's so pretty. Yeah, that is a really good one. But hey, that's been toy talk. Yeah, yeah. let's keep. Yeah, we have time for one more news uh, thing. Um, we talked a few weeks ago about the Riverdale, the the super weird, serious, maybe murdery Archie comics live action show for the CW. Uh, they cast Molly Ringwald as Archie Andrews's mom, and that's pretty cool. I don't know. That's great yeah. casting. Yeah. It fits. What is up with this show? I don't know. Yeah, I wanted to hate it. I, you could probably go back through the episodes when they announced it, and we were probably trashing on it. Oh, if I had time, I would probably cut that in here, but I'm not <laughs> going to because I don't have time. But yeah, I just, I want to hate it. I want to hate it. But they keep doing things that make it sound so good. Yeah. I don't, it's baffling to me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the the trailer looks good. This news. They got Barb from Stranger Things. <laughs> like, yeah, I just it just doesn't make almost sense. Almost looks like a Twin Peaks Lynchian murder mystery via Archie comics, which is amazing. <laughs> it's a it's amazing and not something anyone anyone would ever dream of. Yeah. So <sighs> it's different and weird in the in ways that you don't expect. Yeah, which is good. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm gonna try it. Yeah, I will definitely give it a shot. Yeah, I usually give uh, American shows. I usually give three episodes. If they don't ha- hook me by the third, then I'm usually done. But yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it the standard three. Sure, why not? Way to f- go, Archie. Yeah, way to yeah. yeah. Good job, Archie. Well, we. I mean, we know from past, you know, uh, Afterlife with Archie, putting a weird twist on Archie is good. It works. It works. Or mm-hmm. just, or just, uh, la- life with Archie. Yeah, Archie versus Predator. Hey, yeah. that comic is great. That's a great. Yeah, that exactly. is a pretty good comic. Now, yeah. Archie versus Sharknado. That was really bad. Yeah. Archie meets Kiss. <laughs> Those were good. That's a good series. The uh, the time the Punisher came to Archie, <laughs> to came to Riverdale. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was it was weird, but it it's a thing that really did happen. That's a real comic. Have you ever seen the uh, the Dan Parent style Punisher? I I have, but I don't remember it because I knew that was the thing. Yeah. Did you know? That was, no. Okay. <laughs> Archie has changed so much over the fifty billion years he's been around that any twist that you throw on it kind of just kind of works because it's just evolved so much over time. Archie's so weird. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. He almost fits. Like, the art style almost fits with this, and it's great. It's like how they kind of, like, the, how they archied up the Predator. Yeah. It's like, who came up with it? Who's like, hey, you know who should Archie, you know who Archie should meet? Frank Castle. Frank Castle, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is there, like, a drug problem in Riverdale? Is Maybe. That, it must be. <laughs> is I, that why he was there? It's been so long, I can't remember, I can't remember the storyline for it. But yeah, it was a, it was a weird one. Pops was the one that killed my family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wouldn't it be great if we, they had John Bernthal pop up? The Punisher from oh, <laughs> from, for like one episode of Rid- Yeah, that would be great. Oh, man. Are yeah. Josie and the Pussycats in this show? I hope so. Yeah, they should be. They really should be. I agree. I don't know. I'm still holding out for Sabrina the Teenage Witch. They would be crazy not to put her They in would. There. Yeah, they'd have to almost somewhere in there. Even if they don't, if they only allude to her having magic powers, if they don't show it on screen, if they just say, hey, this is Sabrina in the background. She's a witch. Yeah. Or you just always so show her like talking to her cat. Like she's not doing magic, but she's just talking to her cat. So you kind of get the idea like that maybe something... Veronica like saying how she's how weird she is. Yeah, something something's going on that we that we're not seeing. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I think we've uh, hit time here, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverloadradio. You can send us an email, staff at nerd. Oh God. Staff at the Noid. <laughs> We're coming for your pizzas. Staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet us a tweet at nerd underscore overload. Yeah, and we are also on iTunes and Stitcher, so check us out there. You can find uh, over 120 episodes uh, in the background. You can hear my phone buzzing behind me, but that's okay. They're, they can wait. And uh, <laughs> We have a YouTube channel, we do Nerd have... Overload TV. That's right, and we're going to have some stuff over there. And again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. <laughs>